Welcome, my friends, to Shaking the Salt with Dr. Peppers. My bio reads from troubled teen to teacher of the year, 100-pound weight loss, blah, blah, blah. You know the sort of thing you're working on in your before and after life story. So at the end of the message, stay tuned if you want to contact me for any reason, including prayers. Thank you. And I'm Dr. Peppers, Shaking the Salt. Here we go. For those of us who are older and can remember when we didn't just stay home and play electronic games all the time, our favorite games were those we did outside, weren't they? I loved it. We loved just running around playing, oh, softball, hide-and-go-seek, tag. We had fun swinging on the swings of the closed school that was closed for summer and then later closed down completely to build a bigger and better one. But for the time being, life was wonderful growing up in small town USA. And at night, you could start to hear the crickets and you'd catch butterflies, butter. Oh, the best ones were when you would catch the fireflies in the jars. And living in Florida now, I guess I have returned to what truly is my second childhood. My husband and I all the time say, is this the way you're supposed to act as a senior citizen? And I said, no, but senior doesn't have to mean anything other than the word. And we have so much fun. I can't tell you how delightful it is in spite of the aches and pains and, you know, things that you put up with when you are older, like going to the doctor every other week or so and taking your meds. And did you get your vitamins in their right categories? The best part is playing. Right now as I am doing this, I can watch and out the very back window here beyond my computer, I see my husband down on the boat dock. We live on a huge lake that runs into four other huge lakes that empties into the St. John River, which actually empties into the Atlantic Ocean. So everybody here practically owns a boat or some kind of a water toy. And I'm watching him out there as just a little, I don't know, maybe like a Tom Sawyer, just fishing and playing. And he looks down at the bugs on the dock and he's just, you know, scratching and having fun, putting the worms on the hooks. You, to me, that's not fun because I didn't do that as a kid, but many people did and they love it. So, When I go outside, I love to go out in the boat. We have a little swimming pool right out here, too, that was part of the perk of the house when we moved in. It's just the right size to do some laps and water aquatics. And we have various little games we can set up in the backyard. I didn't know that you could play a game called cornhole with boards and these things stuffed with corn that you try to get through the hole in the opponent's board. I didn't know that till we moved down here, but a friend of ours made us one. And we also have the badminton. We have a gazebo we can sit out in. I say all of this to let you know that I believe that every stage of life, no matter how young or how old you are, every stage could be that great stage where you learn to really and truly appreciate all that God gives. 
Yeah, we can add to it with the games and the fun things, but to just watch the water. I'm watching right now as there is a blue heron building a nest right in the tree in front of us. I know the little eggs have already been hatched at the stage it's already in, and the dad will be bringing food or the mom. They take turns. Across the canal on the backside of us, our friends have this beautiful tree that has a family of owls, three little baby owls. One of them fell out, and we had to call the conservation people to come, and we thought he would put it back up in the nest, but he said no. He had to take it to the place where they would make sure it was safe and fed because there are other animals that are predators that would love to have a little owl sandwich for breakfast. So he waited about a month, two months, and finally not only came back with that owl, but with another little baby owl, so that when he put them up in the nest, they were now able to fend for themselves. But the mother owls will adopt another baby owl that wasn't theirs, plus take their own back in and treat it just the same as if it was one of hers. What a great lesson we learn from nature. So my husband and I love to listen as the sun goes down and the frogs come out and they start their chirping. We call it a cacophony of a symphony. It's just unbelievable how you can hear them talk. They say, put it down, put it down, put it down, put it down. Don't do it, don't do it. Don't do it. My husband loves that I can hear the words that they're actually saying. He can't seem to do that. But anyway, I just wanted to give a little shout out for all of creation. I love the scripture where it tells us to remember, actually to consider the lilies of the field. And when the symphony begins and the next morning you wake up and you look around. In my hometown up in the area north of St. Louis, there were a lot of uh, trees in this one particular place. We would go hiking as a child up on the top of a river bluff. We called it the pinnacle. And we would always just try to find things and nature trails. Eventually, they built a sky lift going up that so it was no longer our little place where all of nature could be seen and enjoyed by itself. But we didn't even care about the chiggers, the mosquito bites, the ticks. We just loved it when we could be out in nature. And I still like to visit nature every time I am in a new place. There are new places that I haven't even visited that I know will be a brand new cacophony of chirps and tweets and birds, and I just, I love to see new places because of that. But I'm reminded, too, that life is much more than just nature, much more than just the breathing, even the pumping of a heart. It's a sense that we have been given this innate ability to see all of nature from the various colors, the unbelievable array of the variety of animals, down to the little tiniest, to the most enormous of elephants and the great whales and things that we have seen. We can't even believe that that's just part of nature. When a robin's born, nobody has to tell the robin what it's supposed to do. 
It knows exactly how to eat worms, how to fly from branch to branch as it grows. The truth is, all of creation is like this great symphony, this great cacophony. God must hear all of these sounds together from the squeals and the the elephant's trunks and the baby birds, everything as he is the master conductor. And he's giving orders to make it all flow so cohesively. What a production, what a symphony God has created. And as we get to be a part of this, we often wonder as we look down at the tiniest of nature, how can that be? How can that be? Jesus said, consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They don't toil. They don't spin and worry. But I say to you, even Solomon, who was the richest of all men, in all of his glory was not arrayed like one of these. If God so clothes the grass of the field, which today is here and tomorrow is cast into the oven, shall he not much more clothe you? And here's my favorite line, oh, ye of little faith. I say that to myself all the time. Take no thought saying, what are we going to eat? What are we going to drink? What am I going to wear? How am I going to manage? For after all, these are the things that unbelievers seek. But you, you know your heavenly Father knows that you have a need, and he will supply every need according to his riches and glory. What a promise. God who created you and created me and every living thing from the tiniest little mite to the huge water buffalo, he has ensured us that we have no need to worry. Everything has been provided. We may not have everything we want, but I challenge you, don't you have everything you need Like the lilies of the field, trust your creator. God, we come to you right now thanking you that you have formed us and created us and put us into the right place at the right time where we are supposed to be, to be an example unto others of the blessing that you have been to us. Help us to reach those that don't know you. Help us to be the one that will set forth the lilies and the owls and the examples of the blue herons and the water that flows northward into the Atlantic from here. God, you can make the water even flow in the wrong or right direction, and you can clothe those little flowers that look like they're nothing but a stalk of dead grass, and it comes back beautiful, just as it was last year. Thank you, God, for the beauty of creation, and it teaches us to not only praise you and thank you and cry out to you, but to trust you, to not worry that you will supply our every need. And so, God, we do right now consider the lilies in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks for staying on, my friend. If you would like to contact me, visit saltandlightministry.com. If you want to share your story with me, ask a question, have me come speak to your group, or maybe just request prayer. Once again, saltandlightministry.com.
www.thepeopleshouse.com. Thanks and God bless.